Runk. <laughs> Previously on Congratulations. Which one? Which one's the soap? Whatever one says soap. Oh, yeah? Yeah, where does it say soap on here? There you go. I said that. Where does it say soap Why would on you, here? This is you, just said, not- you just said. You just said. You uh, are a great guy, and you've really, uh, you know, you're a good person, and... Um, um, you know, I'm lucky to know you and shit. And I do keep people in my circle now that I really care about. And, um, you know, I love you, bro. I love you too. Yeah. Does that make you feel weird when I say I love you? Not at all. So, uh, all right. So if you say I love you to me mm-hmm. and then I say I love you too, mm-hmm. does that make you feel weird? No. Okay. That's fairly new for me though. Like... To not feel weird doing no, that? Uh, yeah, because, you know, masculine, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm an alpha, you're an alpha. Or, I'm an alpha. I mean, uh, you're, not, you're, you're like an alpha, alpha beta. You're an alpha beta. kind of wink. But... I'm kind of, yeah. And it's it's not, we're not really taught to love our friends. Like, we're mm-hmm. not really taught to say, I love you, and I mean, and not be, like, weird about it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I've become more comfortable doing that in the last few years because, you know, I'm 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 what, three or four years older than you, two or mm-hmm. three years older yeah, than you, I don't know. and I'm I'm losing people, mm. and I don't. You mean they're dying? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and 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 I I love so many people, but I don't spend the time to make to let them know that, because a lot of times I'm like, well, if I tell them that, like, I don't know how they're going to react to it, and I don't want to mm. make them feel like they have to say I love you back, or like, why is he calling me out of the blue just to tell me that he loves me? Like, that's weird. Is everything okay? Like, is he sick? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to alarm people, but like. I've known you long enough and, and the people around me that I've just gotten used to saying that I've just gotten used to saying, man, I, I love you mm, okay. because I, I, I do. And, and I want you to know that. And I want the people close to me to know that. And how long have you been doing that? Just a couple the last few years, I think right before the pandemic. And you're saying it doesn't make you feel weird. It doesn't anymore because I, what, what made me feel weird early on is like, Oh, how is that going to make them feel? Or how is that? Or how are they going to perceive me? Like, am I? Do they think that I'm? Like I said, do they think I'm sick, or do they think I'm? I'm mm-hmm. being a yeah, bitch or sure. whatever. But like, I don't care what they think as long as they know that I'm sending this to them. Hey, I love you, mm-hmm. and you don't have to say it back. You don't even have to respond to my text or my email or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just want you to know that. Um, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to send. I uh, send something to someone, not necessarily I love you, but something meaningful or grateful mm-hmm. or whatever, without thinking, well, are they going to respond? Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to, how come they haven't called me back? I, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm mm-hmm. doing it because I think it's important to let them know how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell people I love That has to be, you do? I do, but- That's it, fairly new though, right? But some, uh, I think with any sort of like, you know, friendship and saying, I love you, you know, it doesn't make me feel weird to say it. It does make me feel sometimes bunched up to, um, like, look in your eyes or, like, to, to really – if you say it and I say it, then that's a full connection. And because it's so real and I like to, like, keep my walls up, or, you know, I'm I'm trying to not so much anymore. And I've done a lot of fucking therapy and shit, but, like – to not 
do that is tough because I think it's kind of the same. It comes from the same thing as like sitting alone and being with yourself is just, it can be uncomfortable if you're confronting feelings. Yeah. And, um, so it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit, yeah, it does make me feel a certain way. It's not like bad. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's weird too, because like my family, like growing up, like my dad and my mom would always tell me they love me. Yeah. It's not like a, you know, yeah. so I don't know where along the way I picked that up. Did you ever do it to your, did you ever, you didn't say it to your friends. I mean, I did. Yeah. But did. I, but it was, yeah, I, I kind of always have, but, oh. but maybe not in my twenties, yeah. but like in my thirties, I would do it because I was like, dude, I do love them. But I would spend time thinking like, you know, we all have sometimes thoughts where it's just like, why did I think of that? But like, I would think of like, okay, like I remember there were times where I would spend thinking like, what is it like to miss someone? Like, yeah. What does it mean to miss someone? Yeah. Like, does it mean... I get that. Does it mean you want to see them again? Yeah. Does it mean that you feel like it's been too long and there's an actual like yearning you have to be with them? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, I don't know what it's like to actually maybe miss someone. Yeah. You know, like when I was in, you know, I was in college for eight months or when, I, when I'm on the road. Like, do I miss like exes that I've had? Would I miss being away from them? Most of the time, it was the answer was no, and, you know. And I would say it, but I I didn't know how that felt or what that meant. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably because I didn't let people in, you know, one hundred percent. I kept them at an arm's length. Yep. So I didn't have, I couldn't develop missing somebody because I never really let them in to love them. Yeah. And now I think, well, first of all, I think having my son just opened me the fuck up. I yeah. mean, I was talking about it to my therapist and and I was like telling her a version of this about how I keep people at a distance and walls up and shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, you're fucked now that you have Calvin. She mm-hmm. literally said, and I was like, yeah, you're right. And I, I laughed because, you, you know, I am not the kind of person that can be away from my son and not... You know, there are people that can just have kids and and not really, you know, be uh, the type of person that is yeah. fit to be a dad. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I am. Yeah. A- and I didn't know that, but yeah. I, it turns out I am. And now with Calvin, I miss him. I, I actually feel what it's like to miss him. And because of that, it opens up my world to love and and being around other people and actually loving them and connecting with them. And I do miss them now. I know what it feels like to miss someone, but I don't feel like I did until I, until the past few years. And I I think Calvin has a huge reason, is a huge reason because I don't think it's all of it, but you know, I've obviously done a lot of work on myself and shit, but like it's, it's a really wild, fantastic thing to feel. And, and, and what's hard about it is, it actually hurts. Yeah. Like you you develop this love yeah. and you develop this realness and this, you know, people would always say, like, what's the what's the meaning of life? And I always that's that's such a to, to me, it's like that doesn't even mean anything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like saying, why is the sky blue? And mm-hmm. it also doesn't matter. Like we're all just on here, we're doing what we're doing. But now if if to be somebody that feels this and 
and to love some people and, and and on the other hand there's there's miss there's there's when you lose somebody yeah you know that hurts so fucking bad yeah and i don't i don't like that like yeah. i've i've had friends that i don't have anymore and it fucking it hurts so bad dude it hurts so bad and i know what that feels like and dude i called my last special no pain because i wasn't letting myself love i wasn't letting myself be open to that and so i never felt pain and now you're forced to feel pain because i have a family because there's ups and downs and now i love my friends and um and it doesn't always feel good and people say like oh yeah but that's what life's about you know you can't live unless you unless you feel all of those emotions and if you're going to ask me what's better i guess it's better to feel the love yeah because it's fuller, you know? Yeah. It's like you can you can keep eating Skittles and candy and shit, but you got to eat fucking actual real food. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just going to feel like shit eventually. <laughs> and, um, and that's tougher, you yeah. know? And you have to work shit out, and it's... But it's uncomfortable as shit. That's but. the thing too, though. You're 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 making yourself work stuff out. Mm. Like if for the longest time, again, like you lived a life where you were rewarded by your disconnecting. And as mm. long as long as I'm making these people yeah. laugh, like I'm doing my job, like I'm fulfilling what it, whatever it is in my mind that I'm supposed to be doing with my mm. life, and you're rewarded for that. So why would you do anything different? Because when you go through those feelings or you allow yourself to process those things, you're not being rewarded. It hurts. Mm. And it's like you're sitting there. Why am I crying in my yeah. bedroom? Like yeah. this doesn't feel yeah. good. But yeah. it's just it's so much more fulfilling. Yeah. And that was a good – you said full. You feel so much yeah. more full. Yeah. The more you allow yourself to to sit in those those um in that discomfort the, the outside of your comfort zone, the more you're going to grow and the more love you're going to have for the people around you because your life is just going to be more full. Mm. You're going to have more things that are like, oh, I'm glad I experienced that. I didn't think I would. I didn't think I'd like the color of me mine, but like you did, and you're like, that's a feeling that you've never had before. Mm-hmm. And how cool is that? Like now you're going to have that feeling when you're doing something else. You're like, oh. I know what I know this feeling like this. I didn't know this feeling before Mm. and now it's here and I don't have to like push it away or be scared of it or like make jokes about it. Like this is kind of nice. I don't know, man. It's, it's exciting for me. I mean, I, 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 I missed you. Like, you know, I, 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 when we weren't speaking for a while, like I missed you and Mm. I, I didn't feel like I could tell you that. And you said that you've lost so many friends and you miss them. What would it be like if you told them that? I mean, uh, I have, yeah, oh. I have some, oh. some of them, um, yeah. and some of them, I just, I guess, I haven't. But you know, I mean, look, along in this life, you, you, you live, you know, you, you, you meet people, you love people, and they fall out of your life, and mm-hmm. then sometimes they come back, and then this and that, and like, you know, you, uh, we always fucking liked each other and loved each other, yeah. and and you were in Texas for a bit, and yeah. you know, when that happens, then you kind of like, you, all right, you text, and then you stop texting, and then yeah. you're like. Oh. Um, and yeah, you know, I don't know. Life's a fucking long time though, huh? Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, I'm 42 now and, um, I, I thought for a while I would never have kids and shit changes, you yeah. know? And it's, uh, and it's all hopefully for the better unless, you know, somebody gets hit by a fucking train, but. <laughs> Keep telling people you love them. Yeah. And look them in the eye when you say but it. you don't know. You also, you also, you don't want to be that annoying spiritual guy that's always walking around like telling people that you love them and Dude, shit. Nobody's gonna think that about you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because like, you're not that guy. That's true. That's true. 
Like sometimes we think that people are yeah. going to think things about us. Yeah. Like, wait, we're not giving them any credit right. at all. Right. Like nobody they would know us. be like, you're lean, right? <laughs> nobody would say you're lean. They, nobody would think you're lean? You. No, you're pretty nobody lean. Nobody would be like, I am. But nobody would be like, you're handsome as all get no, out. dude, you're handsome. To you. No, I, no, I am handsome. You look better with a mustache. I never <laughs> ever understood that about people. <laughs> Mustaches are weird. I, have, I don't look better with I, a mustache. I have to pee. Yeah, I know. So You know why? Because you're you. I told you we're going to have to be in the middle. And you said, no, I went before. Knew you're going to have to be. That's because I know you better than you know yourself. You need to do some work on yourself. Go pee. Okay. Go pee. I, I'm, 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 I'm legit good to do this by myself, dude. Pee. He's going to take a shit. I know, I know, dude. Because he didn't eat cheese. If he ate cheese, he'd be taking a shit. I'll tell you something about Leave that open, too, because it's so blisteringly hot. Um, what's that? Yeah, it's so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, if we hear fart noises, um, David honestly is uh, great. We're happy to have him on this podcast. I will tell you too, uh, I didn't ever want to have guests on this podcast. And it's part of the reason why I'm having him on this podcast is because, first of all, I talk about him a lot. But also, um, you know, as we're talking about like growth and life is about change and shit, like, you know, sometimes things need to fucking be shaken up and, and, and stirred. And I want to have him on the podcast, and I've been wanting to, so fuck it. I know that maybe some of you miss me just doing that solo shit. But also, it's the holidays, and like I feel like kind of just doing this. Like I've been working way too fucking hard. Um, like it's really been getting into my mental health. Um, and uh, you know, I even called fucking Theo about it, and we were chatting, and 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 uh, so you so you know I mean business because uh, he's he's Mister. Uh, Mr. I've been working too hard and we've been talking about it. We kind of commiserated, but also, you know, it was a good conversation. I just fucking work so, so much. And, um, I wanted to be kind of just, you can leave it open, you know, wanted to be, uh, chilling, uh, and, and kind of take the mental load off of myself just through the holiday seasons. And in January, we'll be back with a bang. Um, so that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. And then I was like, David could help with that. Um, and I'm trying to get Kristen on another podcast too because I think that she would be really great uh, to do um, to do the podcast with. Because why I, I may have missed this, but why don't you have this? Something new is having somebody on here. Like yeah. I honestly thought that I was coming to help because I didn't think Mako was going to be available. You were like, "Hey, you want to? You want to? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, "All right, you just got to tell me what to do." <laughs> oh, that's funny. You did say that. Yeah. No, I wanted to have you on. You're uh, cool with being on, right? Yeah, of course. We already did it for an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And I wanted to have you on because, no, I was talking about because, dude, I, I feel like I've been working too hard, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because, like, as an actor, like, one of the reasons why you've been with me on the road and you've also are able, available right now is because it's the fucking holiday seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, everything slows the fuck it's, down in Hollywood. It's weird. Yeah. And you're, you know, if you're not on something that, you know, is going to be three months in New Zealand, which yeah. is something that you've done, yeah. then you're just going to be kind of waiting like yeah. as an actor yeah. if i didn't have tour dates i would you would just wait yeah. from literally the week before thanksgiving yeah. to january 12th it's after sundance yeah. it's usually at the end of january because uh, sundance is like the end of january it's like the 15th through the 25th so yeah. usually yeah it's, yeah, 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 yeah it's till yeah. the end of january mm -hmm. hollywood's just like done like what and it, it sucks it's yeah, literally like it two months it does so um so so that's one of the reasons why you know 
you've been on the road yeah. and shit because yeah. you're just like, yeah, I'll just wait till the fucking Hollywood kicks back up again. Yeah. Um, you work a lot. You were in Sundance. Yeah. How many times? A few times. Yeah, three times. W- w- so Primer, Primer obviously, yeah, we'll, we'll get to I that. Did, but I then what? Film, I did a film called uh, Skateland. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then I did a film called Mad. Actually, no, that was Slam Dance, but Slam Dance okay, goes same, on at the same time. Same, as Sundance, yeah. yeah. Um, and I've been a handful of times. Yeah. So wait, so uh, you were in so. There's Primer. You can close that door now, I guess. So Primer uh, was the big one that that was your intro to Hollywood. Yeah. Right, was... If you got, I've talked about Primer before. Primer before because I've talked about David Sullivan. It's it's one of the best. Like I mean, and I'm when I say one of the best, I mean top two or three. Yeah. Time travel movies, ever. Yeah. Um, you could argue. You know, everyone says Back to the Future. Sure. And and Primer was not on that scale right, of right, right, right. you know that was a more enjoyable film. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Primer, yeah. you gotta like seriously. You can't text. You yeah. You don't even watch it with somebody. Right. Actually, it might be good because you'd be like, hold on, wait, what is going on? It's very hard to understand. Yeah. Which I I like because it's a fucking time travel movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I also the one of the reasons why I love about it is it doesn't explain shit to yeah. you. You guys are the two guys in it, just trying to figure everything out yourselves. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost like if the audience gets it, the audience fucking gets it. That's what I like about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's so good. Thank you. But yeah. so you were in this movie, and this is crazy because you were just a guy from Texas. Yeah, yeah. I I was working. I was working for a software company, and uh, I got laid off selling jacuzzis. I was <laughs> um, software, and I got laid off, and I had like a severance package and whatever. I had money, and I was like, "What is it that would really make me happy?" And I spent some time, and I thought about it, and it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of sat in it for a while. Right. And uh, I had never acted before. I did a I did a, a couple of one act plays in high school where you're on stage for like 11 minutes and then you tear down the set and whatever. And I was like, man, that was so fun. Um, Why'd you like it? Uh, I just like so weird from a software engineer. Yeah, I just like the idea of of pretending, and and I felt like I could do no wrong because it's like, oh, I'm pretending to be somebody else. Like I I can I can do that. Like mm. that if, if they don't like my performance, it's like they didn't like the character I played. It's not like they didn't like me because mm. I was somebody else for a little uh. bit. Um and so like I I thought if there's a way that I can perform, I think that would be cool. So uh, yeah, I was in Dallas and I uh, had a picture taken and I mailed some headshots to some casting agents and um and producers and this was i mean this was what 2000 yeah this was like 2000 2001 and uh it was a black and white picture that a guy had taken for me and then wow yeah the director i met him at a starbucks and we uh we just read he brought a few pages yeah shane um and he was like, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Dude, I, I I don't really have much going on right now." I was like, "Well, let's 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 meet up again, and I'll, we'll read some more stuff." And we read some more stuff, and that was like my first audition. I didn't re- I didn't even know what an audition was. Yeah. Um. And so he was like, "Well, what are you what are you doing for the next month or so?" And I'm like, "Dude, I just got laid off. Like, I don't I I got time." And he's like, "Well, I think I got a guy who's going to help us with the camera. Do you know anything about filmmaking?" And I was like, "No, mm-hmm. but I well, what is it that I need to know?" And he was like, "Well." And he kind of goes through all this stuff that I don't even know anything about. But I was like, well, I know how to get things. Like, I know how to, like, we need a house. All right, we'll get a house. Uh, we need an office. I'll get an office. Yeah, we need a store. Shit. Yeah. So I was able to kind of facilitate the locations. And and I brought on the rest of the crew because I had friends in Dallas. Like, wait, wow. we're going to make a movie? Yeah, I'll do that. Mm. But they had jobs, too, which was weird. Like, they would they would uh, leave work early to come help us shoot. And uh, and they're also in the movie as well. So if, mm. if the people, everybody that made that movie is actually in the movie. Yeah. 
Um, so like when I wasn't on camera, which was very little, I was on the camera the majority of the time. Yeah. I was like, I was holding like a we had like oh, this really? long halogen light that we hooked up on a stick, and I was like following. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, or there was just or pushing the dolly or it's whatever it was. Union rules. Yeah, we made it for seven thousand dollars and it won Sundance. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah. It was nuts. Um, so okay, so you did that and then saw yourself on the cover of uh, what was it? US- yeah, USA Today. USA Today. Yeah. And then you're like, you thought you literally thought you made it. Of course. So I've been there. Yeah. When I was nineteen, I oh, did a really? mo- I got a movie and I was like, oh, I made it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then and then it and then it came out. It didn't come out for like seven years. Right. Well, mine was like yeah. three years. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but mine was literally like. Let's see. I actually think mine was eight years. It just it was on. Why the... did it even come out then? Because you got a little bit of fame. I or? don't know. Well, yeah, Aaron Paul was in it, uh. and then and I maybe maybe I I don't think I had anything to do with it. I think maybe Aaron Paul did. It just got a. Uh, you know, whoa! I didn't um, know that. And then, uh, did you guys know each other, or were you just met on the movie? Aaron, yeah, that's how we met. I, he was twenty, I was nineteen. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that's how I know Aaron. Wow, yeah. we've been friends forever. Yeah, love that dude. Um, wow, and happy for his success. He's amazing. Yeah, um, such a good. I mean, that that show Breaking Bags, yeah. best show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah. So I thought I made it, and then I'll, uh, you know, I obviously I started stand up maybe five years later. It's I'd, so hard. I lost. Yeah, it's too hard. Yeah. I, and uh, you're relying too many on on too many other people, yeah. which I'm not good at. So I started doing stand up at a loss, and this is what I always wanted to do. But I always figured I would like either backdoor it or figure it out later, which is idiotic. Yeah. You need to cut your teeth in the clubs and shit. But now, um, but you did it like you did it right. Did you have somebody who was like, dude, you got to get on stage all the time, or was that just your instinct? Was that like your nature? Like I have to do this. Well, so it's different for a stand up than it is for a musician. Like when a musician, you can't really. I mean, you can do kind of open mics and shit, but like, you don't play, like, like I'll play like the Laugh Factory every night if I right, want, right? right? But like, musicians don't play somewhere in LA right. every night because right. they'll just like it's just not something musicians do because they'll like they exhaust their their uh, uh, fan base or they'll exhaust their ticket sales and shit. And it's just like not really like that for stand up and and coming up. The idea is to play the shit gigs and get funny. Like that's why I yeah. can do this podcast. I just it's just me talking to nobody. I'm bombing, yeah. but I don't give a shit. I still think it's funny. And then so it reaches people, and they're like, okay, well, we actually think this is funny. Right. That's because I don't give a fuck if I'm bombing. Right. Right. And it's because you cut your teeth in the clubs and the open mics and the coffee shops and the fucking laundromats, literally. Yeah. So uh, and I found out that when you do stand up, you can just do it every night. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then so I started doing stand up, and I and I would go to open mics every night. Yeah. And then uh, the first time I did it, I was 23. Mm-hmm. The second time I did it, I was 25. Mm-hmm. And then I just did it every day. Yeah. Uh, every day. And then it got to the point where I was doing it every, like, two or three times a night. Yeah. I'd be running back and forth, doing different clubs, you yeah. know, running, you know, doing sh- coffee shops. Uh, there were laundromats, comic book stores, Dude, driving back and so forth. it was so fun. It was so fun. We would I, go. Yeah. I, we went to a bar somewhere in the valley mm-hmm. that was next, or, I don't know if it was part of the gas mm-hmm. station or, or next yeah. to the gas station. And the bar... Like you're facing the opposite direction that, of the stage. That, yeah, you were with me then. That yeah, was, that was I told that story in Incorrigible when when the, there was that I did that bar once and the woman charged the stage. I don't Bonker, know if you were there right? for that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were yeah. like shut the fuck up, uh, Bonker, yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you did talk about yeah. that on your. If that happened show. to me now, the press would have a field day. It would be all my fault. But the um, but yeah, so that is. But, that that yeah. that is what I would do, yeah. and, and that was called what the fuck, Liquid Zoo. That's yeah. what that place was called. And uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I I loved it. I, and you know, I also ha- have 
I obsess about stuff and I have an obsessive um, personality and and that was part of that. And I yeah. always thought, oh, this is healthy, like a healthy one, stand up. Mm-hmm. And it was. And I got, you know, I got a career out of it. And um, yeah. And and it was just, uh, it was it was a wild ride and it is a wild ride. But, yeah. uh, you know, I think that that's one of the things I love about stand up is that, and comedy is that you can just keep doing it and do it. Yeah. And you don't have to, like, I could book my own dates. Yeah. I could do literally every night next week, next next month if I want to. Yeah. That's, um, that's what's, when, when we, we were going to Adam's wedding. Mm-hmm. It was just like, dude, it's, it's going to be in Phoenix. Like, mm-hmm. dude, call. Yeah. And you just, you call the club yeah. and they're like, yeah, okay, we'll move things around. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll, yeah. What nights? Well, we usually do Saturdays. And yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, nah, we're going to do a Thursday and Friday. And like, okay. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. and it was so fun. So fun. And yeah. I'm so grateful for the people that come out now. And I worked for free forever. Of course. And uh, yeah, I just love doing it. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if you find this with acting, but like, have you always loved acting the most? As you have gone throughout your career, no, mm. because I I have spouts where I don't make any money, right? And I I make myself feel really shitty because mm. it's like, oh, well, what I'm paid to do, I'm not being paid to do anymore, and nobody wants to hire me, and it doesn't feel good because then it's like, well, what's my value right now if mm-hmm. I'm not able to, you know, make a good living doing this? And and growing up, I mean looking at me you don't see me as like a supreme athlete but like i'm a premier athlete okay I, 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 all I, right I, yeah i mean my my you my did shoulders play are much than, yeah football at yeah. what level at baylor division one division yeah. one okay yeah. now yeah. when you find out what position yeah. he played yeah, it's not you... important okay no, i was a division one football player yeah um we'll and, leave out what he did yeah but it rhymes with picker so it's you're not, kicker. You're not, <laughs> you were a kicker, so you were used ten seconds in every game. Yeah, I, I wish that were true, but I, I yeah, uh, you could uh, kick the shit out of a football. I could, I could, I could, but I played. That's not important. Basically, I learned. I learned at an early age that like, oh, you're as valuable as what it is that you can contribute, mm. and I never took into consideration like, oh, I can contribute as a human being because that doesn't make sense to me, especially as a child and like even in early, early like twenties and thirties. Like, mm. uh, no, that uh, no, I got to make money. Mm. I got to get paid. I got to get the big house and the car and everything, mm. and that made me feel good. Mm. Um, and then moving out here. And being broke after three months, crazy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. What do I do now? And I still have, yeah. It still kind of hits me that, like, even now, like, I, I, yeah, I have some downtime, and I just came off a show that's gonna be a big hit. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know my next job, mm-hmm. and it's it's a little bit scary. And it's, um, yeah. I, I, I used to, I used to teach and coach and, and interact with a lot of actors a lot. And, and with the pandemic, I just kind of stopped that. And I was just kind of focusing on me and what mm-hmm. I can bring as an actor. But, um, yeah, it's, it's actually, it was great timing for me being around you again. And, and man, you just, I don't know, you light me up. Like you really, you, you get me going, I, I got on stage. Yeah, you like, did. I, I yeah, would, we, that was something I never, yeah. ever would do. We had you, we had you oh. introduce the show in Albany. Oh, that was so scary, man! My heart's just racing thinking about it now. I don't really. Know. Yeah, I was. I I don't know what that is. I I I think I think it's because I mean it's probably the same reason why I've never really finished a script because like 
Writing I, one? Yeah, yeah. I've never finished one. I've mm-hmm. written, but it's like mm-hmm. I've I've read so many good scripts mm-hmm. that like why would I think that I could be that good? But like after being around you and 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 so many great comedians for so many years, I'm like. I could never be that. So why the, why the hell would I even want to do that? Oh, and I've really? never had the desire to do that. Um, and then we kind of started as a joke, but but Lulu wasn't able to come to the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, Mike was just like, yeah, just introduce me. Just go up there and introduce me. And I'm like, I can't do that. And then the thing was, he made it really simple for me. He was like, dude, just go out there. Because we were doing bits and it was mm-hmm. like, welcome to the show. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Mike was just like, just go out there and say, uh, welcome Mike Lenochi. And I was like, Oh, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I took a small step into something that I thought was very uncomfortable mm. and very much something that scared the shit out of me. And it did. Like even That's when so funny. Yeah. Even I when, guess it does though. Like if I were to think like I mean there was a thousand people at that show, right? So yeah. like if I I I don't even like a lot of the times when I'm on stage, I'm less nervous than I yeah. am in the day for other things. Mm. Like genuinely. Mm. And I know that sounds so like that I'm trying to be cute saying this shit, but it's a hundred percent true. Like if I'm on stage now at this point in my career, that hour, at least I know what I'm doing. Right. And, and also in knowing you, mm-hmm. you have spent more time doing that than you have probably anything yeah, else, either well, thinking true. about it or yeah, performing. True. Like, yeah. so of course that would be, you would feel more comfortable mm. than sitting on the edge of your bed and asking yourself why you're unhappy. It, like, of, co- of course. It's funny too. It's a bit, uh, I, I was joking around to my therapist recently and she was like, don't, she, I was like, yeah, you know, I know we're not supposed to compartmentalize, but man, sometimes when I have rough days, um, like in Denver, when we were like, I had a fucking shit day in Denver and I was like, and th- that was my biggest show yet. It was 4,500 people. And I was like, man, thank God I'm able to compartmentalize. And we all laughed. And she was like, you got to be careful of that. She, and, I, and, and then we ended up talking about something else. And then she was like, I want to go back to that because I want you to make sure that, yes, of course, it's good to compartmentalize you when you're on the road, you have to compartmentalize and do your job. So you're able to do your job and do your career, but careful coming off stage that that's when it stops. And she's right about that because it's easy for me to get sucked into that adoration mm-hmm. and then get off stage. And you know, I'm joking, yeah, yeah. but I also like, I I'm joking when I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like I'll walk off stage. Like, like Chappelle Lacey the other day, I, I went on, I went on stage and then after Chappelle, Chappelle had a great set. Chappelle Lacey, a different comedian. Some of you guys are thinking Dave Chappelle, not Dave Chappelle. Um, and so I he did had a great set. I went on, I had a great set. I got off stage and I and I said, after I I, I forgot to stage, I said, Hey, I heard when I was getting off stage, I heard people literally say, Chappelle who? And I said this to Chappelle. <laughs> and and he laughed, you know, and I'm joking, of course, sure. but like to I have to be careful of like playing a character in real life all the time <laughs> yeah. because then I'm not being a real person. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So anyway, uh, you being up there felt very real because mm-hmm. it's not your job. Mm-hmm. And you, you were, ner- you were, mm-hmm. you got off stage and you were, your heart mm-hmm. was really pumping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting too, because when I first started, that's how I felt, but I have no, so I know how that feels, right. but I just don't yeah. feel that way yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But that makes sense. Though, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have done yeah. that for so long. Right, right. And like I said, you're constantly thinking about what's funny. Yeah, it's a 10,000 hours thing, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, so it, it doesn't surprise me that that's where you're most comfortable. Yeah. And it doesn't surprise me too while you, you're the most uncomfortable when you're doing things that you don't want to do. Yeah. Because you just haven't done them. Yeah. So, and I was like, why don't I just do the shit I'm good at? 
That's what I fall back into is like, when I, but then the truth is like, for instance, for you, you are one of your traits is I like to try everything. If you didn't like to try everything, you might not be an actor right now. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, we true. learn. Yeah. We learn, dude. Yeah. Cause oh, I never, <laughs> I never would have thought that like coming mm -hmm. from a small town in East Texas, like yeah. you, you, you don't think really outside your world and you're just like, you know, even, even after I moved to LA, I talked to my dad and he'd be like, ah, you know, you got to think about coming home. Yeah. You, you know, you, you know, your brother can get you on at the bank. Wow. You, gotta, you know, you ought to think about coming up because, you know, for the first few years. I, he would be like, oh, you should be in that Clint Eastwood movie. Mm. And it's just like, I, I, yeah, dad, that's not how it works. Mm. Like, yeah, I would love to be in a Clint Eastwood that's hilarious, movie. That's hilarious, yeah. He, Why do, parents would be like, why don't you get get yeah. on SNL? Yeah, yeah, constantly. And and it, it it is one of those things where you're just like, well, yeah, maybe I, mm. maybe I should. Scary. Yeah. What else do you want to try doing? You know, To be honest with you. Oh, you already know? No, no, no. Oh. After I did that. Oh. And the, the, I'm not an anxious person, but yeah. like that rush that I felt the 30 seconds I was on yeah, stage yeah, yeah. and even I had a, it wasn't even a joke. I had nothing to say. Right. I was literally going to go out there and say, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lenoci. Mm -hmm. But I went out there and I was like, how y'all doing? Right. Or whatever. I said, Hey, how's everybody doing? And then I got like a response and I'm like, Oh. Mm. All right. Well, maybe I should do something yeah, else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 that's it. yeah. And then I did something else, and it didn't work. And I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And so I just immediately—I didn't even—I don't even think I said your name. I was no. like, yeah, I was I like, I've so. known these guys for yeah, you know, yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, but very that, disrespectful to not say my name. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I there's something there that really kind of uh, that really kind of excited me, and I I think maybe I've been scared to do it. Um, but I think I want to do more live because I've never, okay. I've never done a, I haven't done a play. Well, you said you did it in high school, right? I, there were one act plays. Oh, it yeah, was like yeah. literally on stage for ten minutes. Oh, okay. So I think I want to do a play. I think I want to get in front of an mm, audience wow. and, and do something like that. Um, I haven't had really had the opportunity to do it because I haven't really focused my energy in that direction. But mm. man, it was cool. It mm. was really cool. Mm, so it's I don't cool. Know. Yeah, it's the best job to me. It's the best job in the world. Yeah, but stand up, I still don't. And I get asked that all the time because, are you a stand up? Why don't you mm, yeah, do stand up? Yeah. You're funny. Mm. Um, and I'm just like, nah, it's yeah. not my my art form. Yeah, but maybe, mm. maybe after I do a play and then I get more comfortable on stage, maybe I'll I'll go and try some jokes. Some, but also I know how much work it is, and in a weird way, I don't. Um, I don't want to cheat the system because I know you and like. Oh, what, what, he's doing 10 minutes before Chris? Like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I put you on after me. I put you on after me. I'd do an hour and then you'd come on and you'd, <laughs> yeah. you'd have to do six hot minutes. Yeah. Or in the middle. I'd be like, in the middle of a joke when they're all like, I'd be like, you guys, you don't get to hear this now. I got to bring my buddy David Sullivan up. And you come up and you're like, what's the deal with fruit? You know when you're dipping? You know when you're dipping and you're working on your fence? Uh, because it broke, because the cattle got out. What the fuck is up with spurs? You know when you're like walking and like you trip and then your calf gets all bloody? Yeah, write this down. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, by the way, I will be selling jacuzzis uh, after the show. I have one so far. Um, you can buy it. Highest bidder. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're good jokes. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, there you go. You guys. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you, guys. The, Thanks for um, having me, buddy. This yeah, was dude, really fun. It was great. Yeah. The first- I was really good. Non-family, non-blood. Yeah. We'll cut it so you, you look good. 
But um, they don't need to cut it. I was and really good. Uh, also, thank God you can't see his bottom half. He's dressed like Adam Sandler on a bad day. Honestly, he's got fucking basketball shorts on and cherry socks, <laughs> which are red and blue, and then shoes that have orange in it. Dude, the guy's. Are you blind? Dude, so thank you for coming, David Sullivan, and thank you for uh, ripping with us, Life Rips. Go to chrisalia.com, get those tickets, the tour tickets. Uh, I'm going to be in Portland and San Diego and Brea and uh, Seattle and Sugarland, Texas, and Midland, Texas, and uh, Austin, Texas. Dude, I love that you're going to Texas so much. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I love Texas. Yeah, I well, I have Texas, a lot of people. Yeah. I got a lot of friends that want to mm. come see you. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, that's yeah. fine. Uh, they can come. Yeah. Uh, and also... Uh, that's New York it. and Chicago and shit. But thank you very much. Subscribe, like, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hey, guys, that's it for the episode for YouTube. If you want to catch the uncut, the uncensored, the raw, the unedited version, all you got to do is go on, uh, go on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash and you will get the rest of this episode, and you will also get the extra episodes um, that are one one we do one a month for only Patreon people. So and you can get that for just six dollars a month. So that's patreon.com slash crystalia. Thanks a lot.